Today's podcast is sponsored by Wonderful Pistachios, where delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts out there, and each one-ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. It is no secret how much I love pistachios. I love pistachios. It is part of my identity, and honestly, there are so many fantastic flavors. My personal favorite is the wonderful pistachios no salt. It has a little blue emblem on it for the bag. So delicious. I know others love the roasted and salted, even lightly salted. There's a sweet chili that's good, a salt and pepper. There are so many options, and you can have them in the shell or no shell. Cracking each pistachio open one at a time? Yes, wonderful pistachios is the only exception I make for playing with my food. It is fun and protein all in one bite. Go ahead and visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more or pick up a bag at your local store. Let's get to cracking and let's get to snacking. Welcome to the Fun and Gains Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Lupton, and let the gains begin. What's up, you guys, and welcome back to another episode. I am so happy to be here with you this Wednesday. Before getting into this episode, I'm going to do just a quick little weekly recap. I will say it has been snowing a lot here in Michigan. I guess not a lot, honestly, but we got a bunch of snowfall. So we have been sledding with Vinny, and it is so much fun. I can't even like watching him enjoy sledding that I something I loved growing up and still love to do is just so exciting like we built him (laughs) well I should say we I should say Darian built him this little sled out of cardboard and just put duct tape on it I don't know why we haven't bought a sled yet it hasn't snowed enough to where it's like oh we can go sledding every day or something Um, so Vinny just is going down on this cardboard little sled and he's loving it and it's so cute Vinny's finally learned to count so he'll like count himself down before he goes down the hill you know it's the little things in life and it It is so fun just to take him outside. He loves to put his little hat and mittens on and, you know, he's just, he's just so much fun all the time. As far as, you know, weekly updates with other things, I'll be honest, I'm definitely excited this week. I've really tried to start over again. I am writing myself a new program, which I will be more than happy to share with you guys when I am complete with it. And It just feels good to be able to try and get back into that routine. I feel like there is so much power and confidence getting back into a routine, keeping those promises that we make to ourselves and holding ourselves accountable to when we say we're going to do something, follow through. I truly feel like there is so much confidence in that and confidence in finding a routine that we can grow in ourselves. I love that. I love it so incredibly much. So that's kind of where I'm at. I'm happy to start over. We did a great grocery haul yesterday. Darian went grocery shopping for us, which I love whenever I don't have to do, but he hooked it up. So I'm really focusing on trying to do better, little things here and there. I'm doing a whole beginner series on my YouTube channel. So if you want any like beginner tips and any more information, head on over there. Every Monday I post a new video. So that's really it for the weekly recap. Hopping into this episode, before I introduce you to Haley, who I am extremely excited to have on this podcast, a little background. I started following Haley, uh, I don't know, two, maybe even three years ago, and she is somebody who I feel like continually 
shows up for herself, no matter how much she's been through in her life, which is something that I know she'll talk about on this podcast, all of the things that she's had to go through and fight through. And it just shows how mentally resilient this is, but then also that this is a lifestyle. It is a way of living and trying to have that bigger picture mindset. This is a very deep podcast episode. I feel like we talk about a lot of topics, the loss of a parent, lots of grieving, a little trigger warning if you need one about eating disorders. There's a lot of deep and heavy conversations that we have in today's podcast, but I feel like it's a really important one to have. And I have been looking forward to have Haley on this podcast, not only because she is a fan of this podcast, which I freaking love her for, but I feel like her story, a lot of people can resonate to because I truly feel like when it comes to social media in the world, and even sometimes with friends, we don't always know what other people are going through. We don't know those struggles, those internal battles that we're all having and that we're constantly facing and that things that we're grieving and going through, we don't always get to see that. So being able to hear from somebody else's experience, the difficulties and challenges that they face, it's a reminder to A, know that we're not alone, which I feel like I hit home on this podcast all the time. Know that we're not alone. Try to find some kind of community where you have this safe space to be able to come and learn and, and chat and have be in these conversations with us. And then just to know like there is light at the end of the tunnel. I feel like a lot of times it can feel almost drowning or we're encompassed by this darkness because sometimes the world is a little bit unfair. So I just, I hope that you guys really, really take something from this episode. I hope you love it and dive into it and just enjoy it. Take it for what it is. Show Haley some love. And I, again, am so excited and grateful to have her on this podcast so you can hear from her and her experiences. So without further ado, let's jump right in and get Haley on the podcast. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another podcast episode. Today, we have a very special and exciting guest. I'm staring her right in the eyes. We have Queen Haley on. Hi. This is so awkward. I feel like I never know how to start any, even like with Instagram stories or like videos. I'm always just like, forget what I'm doing. Honestly, why is that the truth though? You're just like, hi, it's me again. Not that like anybody really cares, but I'm just I showing up. About, like, how do I start it? And then I see people like Libby is so good at starting videos. And I'm like, she'll, she'll be in my car when she comes to Denver yeah. and like starts a YouTube clip. And I'm just like, how do you do that? Cause like, <laughs> I can't do that. You're like, and we're recording YouTube right now. Okay, great. Yeah. No, I love it. I, I love that. That was me. I love that. Okay. Okay. If anybody doesn't know who Haley is, I guess give a little... A little blurb about yourself so people can know who you are. I'm so excited about today's episode to chat with you. Like, I, I am so excited. This is our first time talking face-to-face, so yeah. Take yeah, honestly, I feel like – it feels like we've met so many times, but, like, technically, yeah, this is our first time. Um, I always, like, never know how to start the whole, like, introduce yourself, and I'm like, uh, I'm Haley. I'm originally from Texas. I live in Denver now. Um, I work for Gymshark, but on the corporate side in the Denver office. So that's kind of my life is work, the gym and like binging TV shows or listening to Taylor Swift. That's kind of all I do. Um, very relatable. Yeah, pretty much. That's me. Um, 
How yeah. was it like moving from Texas to Denver? Was that like your first big move? Because I feel like it's cold in Denver and very yeah. warm. I was so excited for that part because I don't do well in the heat, like oh. at all. I like I don't hate summer, but like it's my least favorite season, which I feel like is such a hot take because everyone's like, give me summer. I'm like, no, I want snow on the ground. So Wait, I love this. Yeah. Like I'm so different in that. Um, and then growing up in Texas, we would literally have like records broken every single year with how hot the summer was. Oh, no, no, no. I, yeah. Like it was like, we would go like 67 days without dipping below a hundred <gasps> degrees. And I was like, oh. it was a lot growing up. And I was just like, I want cold weather. <laughs> like, Wait, that's like Arizona though. So you like kind yeah. of like thrive. You're, you're so over it. Yeah, literally. And I think because I grew up in that, I was just kind of like, no, I'm not doing it. And I remember like there was this time that I had like I played competitive soccer growing up and we had like a soccer tournament and I was a goalie. So I like (gasps) would wear the long sleeves, (laughs) the long pants because like I would have to like throw myself on the ground. And it was like 105 (laughs) degrees. And there was literally like a Dallas Morning News newspaper article written about how it was like abusive to make kids play in that heat. And it was just like, I need to find it because I remember I was like 12. And here you are as like the goalie. You have like the most equipment on it than everybody. You got the shin pads and all that. Literally, it was so hot. And then there was one time that I actually had a heat stroke. And I like like literally collapsed into the side of the net. And I was just kind of like, ever since then, I was like, I'm not made for the heat. Yeah. So I was always planning on moving. I was actually planning between like Denver and Chicago and then ended up in Denver. But if I ever left Denver, I would probably need to go to Chicago because that's just my city. Wait, I love that. I've actually never been to Chicago, but I need to because I'm like close. I'm like a couple hours from it. You need to just take a road trip. I do. I do. Take the kid. Yeah. Take the husband. Let's go. Let's do it. I'll be there. (laughs) I know you said you were just about to go. So that's fun. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. How do you feel like was that? Did you move solo when you moved from Texas to Denver? Yeah. So was it I, hard? I, I think it was harder in the sense. Okay, so I have technically moved before. Um, I lived in Chicago for a little bit for an internship when I was in college. Oh, cool. And so I moved there, but I think it was different because like that, I knew there was just like you know a three month end time, and this Got I was it. just kind of. And I was like, well, I'm signing a year lease. And I was kind of just like terrified because I also moved here without a job, like mm-hmm, fully lined yeah. up. So I think I was kind of like, I mean, there were times that I would call my mom or call, like I called Libby FaceTime crying like once a week of like, did I make this big mistake? Um, Cause like 2020 was so hard and then the pandemic hit. And I was oh. like, what am I doing? I'm in a place that I don't know anybody. I didn't really get a chance to make friends. Cause like I moved and then two months later, the pandemic hit. And then I lost the gym and I was like, that's the only thing I go and do all day. And it was just, it was a hard time, but I think it was really kind of nice. I don't think I would have liked moving with anybody just because of like, without knowing the pandemic was going to hit, but like it kind of just the timing worked out. Yeah. No, I love that. I feel like there's just like a lot of young listeners out there who are like, should I make the move? You know, I, 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 you know, they want to, and your advice is yes, do it. I think I kind of always, you know, so I grew up in a pretty like wealthy suburb of like Dallas and in the area that I was at like pretty much everyone I grew up with never left or they would go to like University of Oklahoma or like Alabama yeah. school and then come back and I think like I made a decision at some point especially because I decided to stay in the same area for college I went to TCU in Fort Worth that was literally only like 30 minutes away from where I'm from wait TCU so- like 
Yeah, the Horn Frogs. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, yes, I'm like an obnoxious alumni. Um, but I think like I kind of made that decision that I'd never wanted to be that person that just stayed in the exact same place their entire life because I think going even like when I say experiencing other cultures, I think most people are like, oh, you moved to another country. But I think like the different states and the different people yes. are so important. And I never wanted to be that person that like only stayed at one spot. And like, maybe I'll move back to Texas, you know, start a family. It's cheaper to buy a house down there. So like maybe, <laughs> it is. but I think like I needed to move. And I think that's my biggest piece of advice to people is like, if you're thinking about doing it, like there's only a few times in your life that you're not completely tied to a place. Yes. Graduation is one of them. Yep. And like, it, I think it's so scary to think about and people are like, what about my family? And I'm like, I relied on FaceTime. I would go back and visit. And like, now I don't even really want to go back and visit. Like I like kind of <laughs> have my own family out in Denver and it's yeah. like, I think it's the fear. Don't like, like the fear of like the unknown stop you from trying yes. and doing something because I think like you'll learn a lot about yourself by moving. I love that. I truly, I truly agree with that because I feel like I've learned the most when I'm like out by myself. And that's also like when you get to know who you really are, when you have to push yourself and you're like, it's only me and it's me alone. Like I've got to figure out how to make this work. And you know, you can always move back too. It's not like you're ever locked in anything. Like you're so young. Yeah. You're so young. Get it. Do it. And I think also it's like, a lot of people don't want to think about, oh, well, all my friends are here. Like, I was like, my friends are in Texas. I don't want to move. But yeah. then it's like. They're high school friends. To, and honestly, I don't even talk to any of the people that I yeah. was friends with back. It's been two years. and like, yeah. we've all started over. But yeah. I think that like forcing yourself to get out of your comfort zone by having to go introduce yourself to people, go meet new people. It's hard. And I think like, I get that question a lot of people saying like, how do you meet friends? And I'm like, you know, I didn't realize how hard it was meeting people outside of college. Like when you're not sitting in a class, like being like, hi, like, do you want to study together or whatever? But I had so much luck on Bumble BFF. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. Literally like weirdly had, and I did when I was in Chicago, like my like girl group, we literally called ourselves the Chicago girl gang. I love it. And like, we all met on Bumble BFF. It was the four of us. And like, we still talk to this day. And that was in 2018. And then I met people on Bumble BFF. And then like, honestly, I started just sliding into people's DMs. Like I would go to like the location tag places in Denver <laughs> and be like, oh, she's pretty. Like slide, like, hey, like, do you want to go get coffee? And it, I love like, that. sometimes they don't reply, but like my best friends in the world now are because I slid into someone's DMs. <gasps> I need to do it. I'm going to do it. It's I'm scared. Terrifying, but like, it's, it's good. I think yeah. it's just like getting out of your comfort zone. And that's been like my biggest thing. Like I said that last summer, I was like, this is the summer of getting out of my comfort zone, but I'm like carrying that into this year. I'm so proud of you. Cause it's not easy. Yeah. It's not. I literally like the amount of times I would be on like FaceTime with one of my friends be like, I think I need to like message this girl back, but I'm scared <laughs> to do it. Like I said that we'll go get coffee, but now I'm nervous. And it's just like, I think it was deciding, like just force yourself to do it. Yeah. If it doesn't go great, like there were some people that I met that I was like, we don't vibe as friends, like totally fine. It's kind of like dating, like weirdly. Yeah. And yeah. I think it's terrifying, but I think like I grew a lot from it. I love that. Alrighty. So I guess for everyone listening, I first found Haley. How it was probably two years ago, I feel like when I first started my Instagram. Haley found me two years ago. I found you like four years ago. Shut up. No I, way. You were one of my favorite accounts like no there's like wait I think yeah there's been like three people when they followed me that I 
for sure fangirled and you're one of them because like I had saved your workouts for years on like my personal page like I was obsessed with you dude well it's a match made in heaven literally I love love it it's like a full circle moment where my brain's like don't fangirl we're friends now but like I still think of it like (laughs) sure I remember being her fan like commenting like sometimes I don't even go on my personal Instagram anymore yeah I'll like sometimes click over to it and your workouts come up I'm like it's because I followed you for so long. Oh, dude, that that's pretty cool. I, I don't know why, but your story seriously gets me so emotional. I I seriously find truly like from the bottom of my heart, like you are one of the most inspiring people that I continually love to just look at because I feel like you embody a lot of how I personally feel about just the whole fitness space of like balancing it and having it be such a long-term mindset and not be something that's going to be like quick and just like quick fixes in and out. So I mean, honestly, that means so much to me. Literally like that is like, you know, there's like those times where it's like strange on the, on the internet be like, Oh, you look good or like whatever. And like, yeah, that feels good. Don't get me wrong. But like yeah. those like genuine moments where it's like the nicest compliment that you're like, yeah, that means everything to me. And I think that I started out like pretty much like everyone did looking for a quick fix and not that it was like a quick fix, but I think like I didn't understand how the science behind it all worked Mm -hmm. of like, I think we all started out with the whole like, you know, like, what was it like three, one, zero nutrition where it's like meal replacement shapes (sighs) that like the Kardashians partnered with. Yeah. Beat sweat bands and I still see that and it makes me cringe because I'm like I was that I was like I'm sweating yeah. more and it's not like you're putting coconut oil on your stomach and then like <laughs> it comes off but I like I had those moments yeah. and I think like I at some point it shifted in me and I don't even know if there was like a realization that I was like it's not a quick fix but it started out being a complete quick fix for me yeah. in, a, in a sense and now I'm just kind of like that was like what I learned yeah where like where was your I guess for people who don't know you, do you want to do like a quick, where did you like kind of start to where you are now? A quick overview of yeah. kind of give a little overview and then we'll dive in as you, as you kind of give that just so yes. people can get an idea if they haven't heard of Queen Haley. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I mean, I pretty much was like, I don't know. I feel like it's a kind of not as like rare of a story nowadays to hear like, oh, I grew up like playing soccer. I was like an athlete and I did that starting from age four up until like high school. And my plan, like I fully wanted to be like the next like Hope Solo Mia Ham. Like it was my love Hamm it. And then Hope Solo whenever I became a goalie. And I was like, she's like it for me. And then I think like it was weird because so my dad was always like the sports guy in my life. And like my mom knows nothing about sports. Like from I try to teach her and it's just painful. And yeah. So like him and I bonded at such a young age that, and then he started being like my soccer coaches, like my like little like rec team, like the Ravens, like with the green jerseys. And like, he was like my coach. And then he played um, like all these sports growing up. And so he was a javelin thrower in college, but he went and like did the Marines for four years and Mm -hmm. then went to college. And so he like held like a record for like farthest javelin throw in the Marines and then got a like track scholarship to like UC Irvine. And so he always kind of had the plan of introducing me to track, but it's like, it's so funny because I always said like, I did soccer and track, but I did the two things that you don't run for. Like I was a goalie and I was a discus thrower. (laughs) And I'm dying. I'm dying. Literally literally tell people like, yeah, I do these sports, but I don't run. Yeah. 
you like go run a lap and I was like no <laughs> like that is not my warm-up I'm so sorry that's so true the discus and like all the field people they would like <laughs> except the jumpers they would run occasionally but yeah. like they just like have their own workouts and you're like bye see you never bye. literally we would stretch and I'd be like yeah. can I go and so I like he would teach me that and because of that it introduced me to him being like, you were going to the Olympics. You were like, he was one of those parents. Like, oh, what? that's cool, his iPad though. and would like research YouTube videos of different <laughs> techniques, video my form. And like, it was kind of like creepy at the time, but looking back, it's really cute. Yeah. But because of that, like I was introduced to the weight room um, at a very young age at lifetime. Cause that's where I go. Mm-hmm. Um, you're allowed to be in the weight room starting at age 12, as long as you have a parent with you. And then I guess at like 15, you can go by yourself. But like literally the day after my 12th birthday, we went to the gym for the first time. He was like, I'll give you your birthday. Like we went to like Applebee's and I got like a cake. And the next day he's like, we're going to the gym. <laughs> and so I started doing powerlifting for track. So I was a powerlifter for like three or four years. What? And that then is I so kinda, cool. I know. It's so different. And I like think about it because it's like, I didn't do everything that's in powerlifting, but I think that's probably why like bench press is my favorite thing in the world. Because <laughs> I feel like nobody really says that, but like. Love you for that. such a young age. Like it's it's the best. Let's be real. Mm -hmm. So I started doing that. And then whenever my dad passed away, I stopped lifting altogether because like it was, you know, a lot of people talk about like they go through hard times and the gym is like their spot and it helped them. The gym was the worst place for me because Mm -hmm. I had such a connection to the gym with my dad. Every time I would go, like it would just trigger way too much. So I just stopped going altogether. And it was like right when I graduated high school. So I'd stop being an athlete And I was planning on going and being an athlete in college, but I had this really weird injury where I almost lost my leg uh, senior year of high school. Haley, what? Yeah. So I got cellulitis in my leg um, my last year. It was like insane. Like I literally, they were like, you're about a day away from needing your leg amputated because the infection almost reached the bone. Um, It was this whole like thing. Um, And I'd like relearn how to walk and all this stuff. But I lost my spot on TCU's track team because of that. obviously. Um, so like pretty much I just kind of like stopped doing anything altogether and I didn't get out of bed and I ate everything in sight. And it was the only thing that comforted me at the time. And I gained like 60 plus pounds. And I think like it turned into like going back into the gym because I hated my body and I hated myself and Mm -hmm. I hated looking in the mirror. And I, I think I did the whole, like, trying to find validation with drinking, trying to find validation with guys, trying to find validation with like over-sexualizing myself and all this stuff. And it realized like nothing was filling that void that like the grief left. And it really was like, I was studying abroad in Rome and I kind of had that moment, like right around the start of my trip where I was like, when I get back to the States, I'm going back into the gym. Like I'm not doing this anymore. I literally lived in Europe and traveled and backpacked everywhere and was miserable the entire time because like I was so uncomfortable in my skin I hated how my legs chafed I hated how everything like I hated myself and I was not fun to be around I literally worked out with Robin Gallant when we were out there and I had fun with her but then I would look back at the videos that we took and hated it and I didn't want to post it and I was like Mm -hmm. I'm working out with literally a Gymshark athlete And I don't want to post it because I hated what I looked like. So it all shifted into like, I wanted to lose weight. And I think like it really was, I want to lose weight for about two years. And then sometime last year, I was like, I just really want to be strong. Like, obviously don't get me wrong. I still want to lose some weight. Um, (laughs) I get it. Yeah. But I want a good goal. Yeah. But before I was like, I want to be the thinnest person in the room that I possibly can be. And now I'm like, 
I really want to have a teardrop quad. I want my delts to be like Lauren yeah. Finley's. Like I, that that's what it shifted to. And I was like, mm-hmm. this is such a freeing feeling because like, yes, there is the insane, like I need to lose weight, whatever. But I think like having that mindset shift, I started kind of enjoying my fitness journey a little bit more instead of like, okay, well this, you know, butter spray is zero calories. So I can eat that and like all the stuff. And I like kind of had this realization a few weeks ago that I destroyed the lining of my gut and I need to like figure out gut health because of all the zero calorie, like sugar-free, like syrups and yeah. 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 So I'm kind of like, kind of recovering from it. And I like, it's so interesting. I've actually never really talked about this anywhere. Some of my friends know, but like I developed an eating disorder throughout my like weight loss journey. Like it was so unhealthy. Like I like was passing out almost in the gym because of how little I was eating. And it was like, but it, it's kind of weird. Cause it's not like, I don't know. I don't know what type it would be, but I would like binge eat because I struggled with that. Like whenever I lost my dad and gained mm-hmm. a lot of weight. And so I would like binge eat. And then I would immediately like, Oh, I ate a lot. So like, I'm going to eat like a thousand calories for the next week. And it yeah. was kind of like a binge purge, like in that sense. And it was just kind of, it was so defeating. And then it's, started to work. I started to, I lost weight doing it. Mm -hmm. And then I had people in my DMs, you look so good. And it was like feeding that where I was like, yeah, it sucks, but like, it's working. Like just keep doing it. And then eventually you could have a healthy relationship with food and maybe a year for lucky. Yeah. It's like, like you're getting, I feel like that that's why it's hard complimenting people's bodies or physiques, because it's like, you don't know what's actually going on. And then you could be validating something like that. Mm -hmm. It's tough. It's like that hard position because like I'll literally scroll through Instagram and like I literally comment on all your photos. I'm like, you look so good. And it's so hard because like you see someone showing off like, mm-hmm. look at this, like I worked for this body. I worked for this muscle group. I whatever. And you mm-hmm. want to compliment it. But it's also I see the other side of it of just like it really is kind of iffy. It's hard. I know. I'm like, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to navigate that one all the way. But man, OK, first of all, I got chills the whole time you were talking I I didn't know you went through all of that. Like I knew you had lost your dad and I like literally I can't even like think about it. Yeah. I I literally am tearing up. I I it makes me very emotional not only cuz of my own dad but then, you know, Vinny and Darian. Yeah. So I just like I can't even imagine how to cope with that and having to deal with like kind of going so far. I just like I'm I honestly am speechless. Cause I, I think it was interesting because I would like, so my dad, like he was really sick. He had brain cancer and yeah. I was his full-time caregiver. My parents were divorced and he didn't oh, trust anybody. And honestly, yeah. looking back, like it wasn't my job to take care of him, but I wouldn't regret yeah. any of it. I wouldn't take any of it back. But for about three years, like he, you know, was paralyzed. He couldn't walk. I would literally carry him. He would fall out of bed at 2 a.m. Oh. and scream across the house. And like, I would pick him up and like, there'd be times that I couldn't get him up. So like, I'd call 911 and I'd have to go to the emergency room with him and I would like miss class and like I almost didn't graduate high school just because of everything and like my school was so great with like you can take your fine like you can walk the stage yeah you can come back in the summer take your finals it was open book some of the professors or teachers were like you don't even need to take it it's fine Mm -hmm. and it's like it was really I wouldn't have been able to do it without that it was so bad I pretty much didn't go to school from when he got the terminal diagnosis on like I think I went like twice And I think that was so hard because he was like my absolute best friend. It's so hard to explain it to people. Yeah, I've never been as close to another human being 
as I was to my dad. And I don't even think I ever will be like, it was this insane soul tie that we had. Yeah. Like he was my person. And so I think that when I lost him, I felt like I lost everything. And then I lost all of my friends through the grief because they didn't know how to be around me. Yeah. And I lost my family through it because they didn't know how to be around me. And I pretty much was just alone. And I think like it just fueled these like very unhealthy habits and yeah. thoughts of myself. And like, I still struggle with it. I still have to like talk myself out of it to this day. Well, not me literally crying on this end as you're talking. I'm like literally wiping, you guys, I am wiping <laughs> tears away from my face. I, I knew I, I just knew I needed to have you on the podcast. Like, I just hope somebody can like, you know, just feel what I'm feeling right now and be able to relate and just like listen to your story. Because a lot of times we get so caught up on social media where everything is absolutely perfect and nobody goes through anything hard and everything is very, very surface. So I love being able to have these deep chats where it's like, no, life can be really brutal and it can be really hard and challenging. And, you know, we can, we can make it through to the next day. Mm -hmm. And so I want to talk a little bit about like, how did you go from that to slowly trying to make healthy habits? And I know this is like a process. So I know it's probably, you're still trying to figure out new tips and everything as I am. I'm constantly yeah. trying to learn and improve, but where do you, was there like a certain day or where you were like, you know, I'm going to start going back to the gym and I'm going to like, you know, try and get this back on track or try to rebuild that relationship with the gym or relationship with food. You can pick either. Um, I think what's interesting is I, I, I don't know at what point it was, but I know like when I was living abroad, I was like, when I come back, like I'm making it work. And I think what's super interesting is I started this, like, I'm going to be that girl that loses weight over and over again. Like I would start and it would fail and I would start and it would fail. And I think like at some point it just stuck. And I think it's so hard because I get, you know, messages and people ask, how do you get it to stick? And I don't even really have an answer. It's just, you keep trying and one time yes. it's going to stick. Like it, so I don't, I don't even know how it was different. I just knew at one point it was going to stick and it did. And I'm thankful because it's like two and a half years later. I'm like, Oh, I could not imagine what my life would be if I never got back in that gym. You know what? That's actually really interesting that you say that. Cause I'm thinking about me being postpartum and they were like, when did you actually start seeing results? And I'm like, I don't know, because I just kind of kept trying mm -hmm. and you just kind of try to keep sticking with it, knowing that you do good some days and bad some days. And it's overall the long haul. Like if you're trying to be consistent, it just kind of pans out. Unless if you're like, I know some people are extremely calculated with their yeah. macros. I I'm just not on that. I I'm feel like I was for like a split second. Yeah. Like I was last summer whenever I started meal prepping because before I was like meal prepping, I had this like person in my life and it was like a low key misogynistic comment, but he was just kind of like, you know, if you meal prep for six months, you'd be like a 10 out of 10 and you're like a four out of 10 right now. So like, if you just meal prepped, I was kind of just like, no. Um, and like, I know he was trying to like insult me to make me like not care what other people think because like, I know it's not true. Yeah. But it was like, I don't know what it was, but that comment, I was like, okay, I'm going to meal prep. Like, I'm just going to prove you wrong. Yeah. And that's kind of like, maybe it was like his psychological, like whatever, but I went and I started meal prepping. And I think from then I started shifting more into macros versus calories. Yeah. And I had this realization, like 
I want to say like a week ago where I thought like, oh, I'm hyper-focused on the calorie count. And I would post on my stories, calories is what matters. Cause like that's what's drilled into our head, lose weight, yeah. calorie deficit, calories in versus calories out. And then I shifted to macros and I started seeing like results. Like I'm not kidding you. My hair was falling out because of oh. how badly I was eating. I one day just tracked to see my calories and I had 18 grams of fat the entire day Ooh. and my hair was falling out. And the second I switched to like um, let's do like 68 grams of fat to like ease our way back into it. Yeah. Like my hair started growing again. And that's all these things. Like I noticed, like I felt better, but I think that I had this realization like a week ago, I shifted from hyper-focusing on one number to hyper-focusing on three. It yeah. was, nothing was different. I was still hyper-focusing on the number of what I was eating of yeah. like, I can't eat this. And I think like, that's not enjoyable. I'm not a bikini competitor and I never will be. So why don't I just enjoy food? Because mm -hmm. food is really good and I'm an eater. And yeah. so it's like, I think it's just like a really weird like mindset shift. But I mean, because it happened like a week or two ago, I'm like different about it now, but yeah. it's kind of interesting. No, it's definitely, it's definitely interesting because I mean, I personally think that macros is a better version than counting calories only because you're getting more education for what the nutrients and what actual food you're consuming. Whereas instead of just having a number, you could be having, I'm not saying empty calories, but I'm saying not as nutrition, like not as nutrient dense calories. Like if you're having a thousand calories of cookies, that's very different than having a thousand calories worth of sweet potatoes. You're having broccoli, you're having rice, you're having oats, you're having eggs, you're having avocado very, very different. Whereas mm -hmm. those give you those vitamins, those minerals, those proteins, carbs, fats that we all need in order to have. Seriously, I, it's so funny because that's like literally what my YouTube video and podcast was on last week was all on the like micro and macronutrients and like the actual benefits of all yeah. those vitamins that they do for us and what water actually does for us. Because a lot of times it is calories is what's beaten to our head. Like it's calorie deficit, which a lot of people associate with that eat less, eat less yeah. to lose weight. And it's, it's so hard because yes, you do have to be in a calorie deficit, but it's slowly, it's over time. And it's not something that you sit in for a while. You know, you have to come and back out, do a reverse like diet. Yeah. Years. Yeah. And so it just, it's a hard, it's a hard place to be. And yeah, I love that you're shifting more focus on the nutrients you're getting because honestly, like it helps your body so much more. Yeah. It's so, so interesting because it's like we hyper-focus on calories and macros with forgetting that micronutrients are a thing. How much water you consume is a thing. And I hated when people said water. I was like, shut <laughs> up. I don't like drinking water. I'm You're one of them. <laughs> I'm one of them. And now I'm like, I have my water bottle and I'm like, oh, that was water. one of yeah. One of my new year's resolutions was I'm like, proud of you. and not just like drink more water. I was like, I'm going to drink two of these a day. I'm so I, proud. That is like half a gallon, like 64 ounces about. It's like, I can drink two of these a day mm -hmm. and I'm forcing myself to do it. And I think like, it's so funny because I was literally the girl and I'm not kidding. You're going to die when I say this. Oh no. Uh, there was like one, like a few days where the only water I consumed all day was to dry fruit my pre-workout. Oh. Uh, like that was all I consumed oh. for water was for the pre-workout. Oh, no, Haley. Wait. Oh, please tell me it was an, an at least like an energy one and not a pump. Uh, yeah, it was like, uh, it was energy, not pump. Yeah. Okay. Cause pump you literally your body will like not. Ooh, okay, good. Yeah, no, it was energy, but it's, I mean, you yeah. shouldn't, you shouldn't, you shouldn't do that anyways. No. Cause you really yeah. do need to have it water with terrible. both of those, but 
But then I was like, oh. no, I'm drinking water because cold brew is made with water. Like it was the worst. I, like- I, I understand what you're saying. And that actually is something else. I literally, I've literally just posted this YouTube video. That's why my brain is on this because I was editing it. But that's also something is like, yeah, there's water and like coffee and tea and all that. But having just pure water, mm-hmm. you got to do it. That's a good New Year's resolution. I'm very proud of you. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry a bunch of different stressors. Recently, Darian and I are working through moving, him graduating, taking boards, wrapping up things here in Michigan, and our cross-country move to Florida. Like us, I assume that you also probably have a lot of things that are going on in your life and some stressors, whether they are big or small. And oftentimes we can keep them bottled up and then it can start to affect us negatively. But therapy can be a safe place for you to get things off of your chest and try to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, go ahead and give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Brit today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Brit. Skincare from the sea. You got that right. I'm introducing you to the brand Osea. If you have not heard of them yet, this company is called OSEA. It stands for Ocean, Sun, Earth, and Atmosphere. And it is an amazing skincare and body care company. This company is vegan and cruelty-free. They're climate neutral certified and ocean positive. It is a clean beauty company. It checks all of the boxes. I love these products so much. I actually gave some away to some of you for the local event so that you could try them as well. Some of the favorite ones that I use are the body oil and lotion. And then I also love the hyaluronic serum and the ID puff serum. And every time I use them, I feel so luxurious. They also have a few gift sets that are going on for Mother's Day, which is really fun. They have a glow and go facial set and then a golden glow body set. I'm definitely going to get my mom one of these. I just don't know which yet. So go ahead and treat yourself or your mom to the everyday spa experience that you deserve. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code FUNGAINS at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head over to oseamalibu.com and use code FUNGAINS for 10% off. I mean, it's only the 24th, but like I've actually made it so far. And like 24 days for me, I was like proud of myself for a week of doing it. I was like, this is already better than last year. And it's so funny because I just like, I, I see a difference in my body. Yeah. I feel a difference in my body. I have more energy. My mental health is so much better. And I think like last year, my mental health was just honestly in shambles on the floor. Like, oh yeah, such a hard year. Weirdly, my therapist was like, I don't know how, but 2021 was harder for you than 2020. And I feel like that when I look Ooh. at it, I was like, yeah. And it's hard like with social media, because I think I feel for the people that didn't go through the loss of a parent, because when they say like, I have mental health issues, people are like, well, just be happier. Just like pretty much like you just flip a switch. Like, yeah. Like choose happy positivity. Yeah, and, and I hate that because at least like, I think I at least kind of shut them up when they were like saying that because I'm like, I literally lost my parent. I lost my father. And it's not that that validated it, but it made them kind of stop saying stuff like that to me. Yeah. And I think like 
without having that, like people are just cruel and like mean. And I think like mental health, grief and mental health is just different than mental health. Very different. I would say. Very, but very it's different. Like, yeah. It's still hard and it's like life sucks. And I think like I'm trying to like force myself to see like at least good things in life because I just lived in misery and I was not fun to be around. I ruined so many friendships, relationships over that. And I'm like, I'm really tired of doing that. Yeah. What are some things that you feel like now you're trying to work on? Or do you think that it just takes time? Like that's just part of grieving process. I mean, I think it takes time. I think it was kind of actually a weird analogy, but whenever my dad died, the hospice agency, like sent someone to come talk to me. Cause I was still a minor at the time. And they're like, here's the therapist, like on, on us, you know? And they, she kind of explained to me that tears from being sad have a different genetic makeup than tears from anything else. Like if you take like, Oh, I'm crying. Cause I'm so happy. Look at it under a microscope. It's going to just look like, you know, water molecules. But if you take like grief and sadness and look at that under a microscope it looks like shattered glass it's actually toxic for your body to keep it in and so she was kind of like because I didn't let myself cry I just was depressed I just kept it all in I was like no and so she was like if you can like force yourself to cry like you have to like release the toxins out of your body and it's kind of interesting to like think about it like that because now I don't prevent myself from crying I don't let myself fully think about it all day because I think that would make it where it's consuming me again. Yeah. And like, I was not a functioning human being when it was consuming me, but I still let myself feel and I still let myself like go through my emotions and I have zero issues. Like, I feel like I always tell people that I'm just such an open book and I have no issues with like texting one of my friends, like when they're like, let's go get lunch. I'm like, I'm really kind of just like not having a good day. I had a friend like two weeks ago asked me to come get like, I'm doing sober January, so I'm not drinking. And it's actually really hard. I'm doing doing sober life. Yeah. um, I just don't drink, period. So it's harder. It's harder at 24 where I'm like, I want to go get a glass of wine with dinner. Oh, you know, yeah. I'm not a huge drinker, but it's like, I like social, like, I want to get a margarita. Social drinking, yeah. From Texas, like a margarita. Yeah. And so I think I had a friend like invite me out. She's like, I know you're not drinking, but like, you can come hang out with us. And I was just, had for the first time in my life, I text her. I was like, I'm just like kind of really like struggling with my grief today. And I'm just going to stay in. Yeah. And I think like setting that boundary of like, put yourself first. I think that's something that I'm, I hated being this girl, like at new year's where I was like, it's going to be a new year, new me. Like it's my year because like mm-hmm. everyone says that and you're like, okay. But like, <laughs> I know that it's going to be a better year for me because for the first time in my life, since I lost my dad, I'm putting myself first, my own happiness before anybody else, anything, any company, any, anything I'm putting my own happiness first and I know my worth and I'm going to actually choose to respect myself because I think letting people walk all over me and not setting clear boundaries shifted into like, I don't really respect myself. I'm allowing this to happen, but my, I'm my own priority. It's not my job to care for anybody else. And I wasn't caring for myself. And I think like this year, I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen this year, but I'm know it's going to be better than it has been because for the first time I'm standing up for myself. I'm so proud of you. I love to hear that. Honestly, the time that I set boundaries for myself too, I feel like that's, it's freeing because it is giving yourself that line of respect of where 
you know, you don't have to be mean to somebody else, but you are saying, this is a line I'm not going to cross. And it completely gives you the power and the respect and confidence back in yourself where it's like, I'm kind of taking my power back. I I love that. That's, that's the mood. That's the energy for 2022. I mean, that's what I've like been trying to do because so I, you know, I struggle weirdly. I don't know what happened because I'm comfortable in a gym, but I started really struggling with like gym intimidation. And oh, so let's talk about it because I want to talk about that anyway. I'm terrified yeah. of going to the gym when there's a lot of people. Yeah. And I'm like, what's so interesting to me is I was not scared like at the beginning of my fitness journey. I would yeah. go to my college gym full of frat bros at like <laughs> 5 p.m. after class. Oh, yeah. And I had zero issues wearing a sports bra and leggings. You go. At my largest, like physique wise. And I had zero issues doing it. And I don't know what it is when like, arguably I'm in the best shape of my life, but going to the gym at 5 PM right now makes me like, I will sit in like, you know, in the lifetime where they have like, kind of like just the big open area. I will sit yeah. against the wall with like, literally like my knees to my chest trying to distract myself on my phone because I'm having a panic attack because I'm scared of people looking at me. And I'm like, I don't understand how this has happened to me, but I think like people always ask, how do I not do that? How do I not feel like that? I'm like, I don't have an answer for you, but I just have shifted this year. I was like, I'm going to go to the gym in the morning before work. I love that. And, but it's hard because like, I think early those moments. Yeah. I'm like, my alarms are set for like five 30 in the morning. And I'm like, I'm not a morning person. Like I'm a morning person, but not like that. Mm -hmm. And I think like, I actually like made a post about this this month and it's interesting because I was listening to a podcast and this girl was saying like, have you ever said something? And the second the words leave your mouth, you knew you weren't going to do it. And like, yeah. when you say like, I'm going to wake up and go to the gym before work tomorrow. Knowing, like, I'm no. not, knowing I will snooze the alarm <laughs> if I even said it. And knowing think, darn well, that's not going to happen. Never going to happen. And I think like she was saying that is at that moment, you don't even believe your own words. You don't believe yourself. You don't trust yourself. Mm-hmm. You already don't trust anybody, but you don't trust yourself. And I was like, dang. Yeah. So I kind of told myself like, no, we're actually, when we say we're doing something, we're doing it this year. Yeah. And life does get in the way. Like there were moments, you know, like mm-hmm. I got a chemical peel last week and I was like, I'm not going to the gym. My skin's dying. <laughs> and like, literally it was like, we're not doing that. But I was kind of like, that's life getting in the way. And that's like where it kind of plays into it being a lifestyle and not like a crash diet or a crash course. Yeah. But I struggle going to the gym. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go at a different time. Mm-hmm. My only other option besides going at like 10 PM is going at, at 6 AM. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And That's so I'm like doing it, but it's just, it's hard. It is a hard adjustment. And you know what? I went from nighttime workouts to early morning workouts and it's hard. Mm-hmm. But you can do it because I am now, I mean, I woke up at 4.30 a.m., 5 a.m. for the past two years. I sleep until 6 now. That was my New Year's resolution I talked about on the podcast. I'm a 6 a.m., sometimes 6.30. Yeah, no, it, Haley, it's, you oh can my do God. it. It is a sacrifice and it is hard. Do you remember But I know you can do it. When you were younger and people would tell you like, you're going to be a morning person. Like you're not going to be able to sleep in. And I'm like, okay. Like, yeah, right. Yeah, like, sure. Um, no, it's the, I, that, that, that's the situation right now yeah, is what you're that's, saying. That's kind of what's happening. Like Dude, I, fair, fair. I sleep in to like 830 on the weekends and I'm like, okay, oh, well, yeah. that's fun. Yeah. I mean, I think, I, you know, I don't remember the last time I've woken up just naturally by myself. 
before Vinny well, wakes up. Baby, like, I know it's different. I'm terrified of that stage in my life. And like, <laughs> I hope it's years in the future. You know, I, when it happens, you'll be so excited, but it, it's oh, not, yeah. you know, you don't even have to think about it now because it's not on the radar. So but the thought, but honestly, actually oh, yeah. my cat wakes me up at like 7am every morning. Like, and you're screaming. like, no, no, no. He knows how to put his head right next to my ear and <laughs> scream. Like he knows my anatomy of where my ear is. And he will shove his head in my ear an to audible, yell at me. An audible yell. Like just yeah. literally scream no. to get me up. And I kind of like, What's I'm your like cat's name? Z. Z? No, thank you. Yeah. No. I'm like, how dare you? Like, sir, this is disrespectful. And I kind of like, I'm going to show you. I'm not going to, like, you can keep yelling for hours. I'm not getting up. When in reality, I could get up, feed him, and go back to bed. But I'm like, no, it's yeah. the principle. It is the principle. We don't wake mom up early. Yeah. Okay. But back to what you were saying about when you say something and like you don't believe it in yourself, keeping promises, that is huge. Keeping promises to yourself. This this is the year. These are the things we're manifesting. Like yeah. say what we mean, do what we say and keep those promises to ourselves. When we say we want to do something, actually follow through, which is the hard part because I'm actually kind of in that situation now where it's like, oh, I need to like get back on track. I want to I, I hate the term back on track, but seriously, sometimes we just get so lazy and so comfortable. We're like, mm-hmm. I'm just over this. Yep. And I'm kind of like in that point where I'm like, no, I'm like recommitting, I guess I would say. it's. A better- I was watching your story yesterday. I think yeah. it was yesterday where you're talking about like writing yourself a new program and having a oh, yeah. beginner focused, like mm-hmm. staple movements. I was like, I resonated with that so much because like I started writing myself programs because I'm like, I just want some form of a discipline in my life. Yeah. where I feel like I'm accomplishing something where it's not just like, oh, because there's time. Don't get me wrong. There are times where I'm like, I just want to go in and just like have a workout created on the spot and like yep. have fun with it. Yep. But I also want some sort of a discipline in my life where I know what I'm doing. I walk in like, this is what I'm doing. This is, it's written down. This is my plan. I can track yeah. my weight. I can see if I can hit some PRs. Like yeah. that is kind of where my mind has shifted when it comes to like, intensity and like purpose of training versus just training to train. Yes. And I feel like there's so much power in routine and in having like just taking the control back because you're like, oh, I'm I'm back on it. Discipline. You feel so much better when you're when you're doing that. So I'm trying to feel better. Like I'm like, okay, we're drinking water. I honestly haven't even when I go to the gym at 6 a.m. I don't really want pre-workout because I don't feel so I'm like missing a gene pretty much in my body where I feel caffeine. So I don't feel energized from pre-workout. Like I feel the beta and like the itchy. Yeah. Like I can drink a cup of coffee and go to bed without an issue. And so like, I don't take pre-workout because it does anything for me. I just think it yeah. tastes good. And so I like in the morning. <laughs> Flavored doing, water. There you yeah, go. I'm like, oh, it's like a LaCroix. And I'm so like, <laughs> in the morning, I'm like, I don't really want to like take pre-workout. I'm still half asleep. Yeah. So I'm like, I haven't really been taking caffeine and I've been drinking water and I'm eating my vegetables and micronutrients. I just See? got, I ordered some micro, not micro, um, multivitamins. Oh, that's a good, look at me go. Who am I? You know, that's good until you can get to the point where you're just used to vegetables and all that. I think that that's good to make sure that you're at least still getting that in. So your body can, you know, do its thing. I think my body's like crying for some help at this point where I'm like, yeah, I've been kind of like not really feeding you 
fully what you need that I'm like, okay, well, just self-care. And I think that's so interesting. Also, I literally wanted to talk about this on my Instagram at one point because self-care, I feel like so many people talk about self-care. It's not getting a glass of wine and sitting in the bathtub with like a face mask on because I think that's what everyone thinks it is. And like, yes, there are sometimes, sometimes, sometimes sometimes that's what we need when we, when we're overworked mother. Yeah. literally. (laughs) I'm like overworked. It's almost hard today. (laughs) But I love what you're saying. Keep going. I think like I have this moment where it was like, that is not what I think most people think of when they think of self-care because it is really like doing the things that are hard in the moment, making the harder choice that like benefits you in the long run. And I was kind of- Yeah, chills. Yes. It was so hard for me because I'm like, self-care to me is not procrastinating my workout. Self-care is not skipping my cardio. I I say that as I have skipped cardio a lot lately, but we're- Me too though, me too. Yeah, we're doing what we say and we're going to start doing it again. It's fine. Um, But it's like interesting because I'm like, self-care is doing my coursework. So I'm literally studying marketing um, online with Cornell right now. And I'm like, I have a class due in two days and I still need to finish it. And I have to do it tonight. And self-care is not putting on Netflix tonight. It's going to be doing my homework because that is what benefits me in the long run. Oh, that's just, yes. This is exactly what I needed to hear. That is, no, that's absolute, that is absolute gold because it's so true. It is about what's going to benefit us in the long run. And it is, it is hard but yeah, sometimes I think of self-care as like, you know, just being lazy, like, oh, I deserved this. I deserved this. And it's like a lot of times, yes, we do. Like, d- don't get me wrong. A lot of times, like today, I literally haven't even had time to shower after my workout. I am 100% watching Netflix and having cookies. But some oh, nights, yeah. it's staying up, working on that project or working on that assignment because in the long haul, that's ex- moving me exactly where I want to go. It's putting in that work. And ultimately, that is taking care of us because... I'll be honest, procrastination literally makes me so anxious. Like, does it not? It literally gives me anxiety. I'm like, I'll just put it off, put it off, put it off. But then my anxiety is just spiking. I'm like, that's procrastinating this by watching Netflix is not going to, it's not self-care. It's just, I feel like it's it's not at the moment. Your anxiety in the moment because you're like, I'll deal with it later. So you're not like for, it's on the forefront of your mind, but that anxiety is building up in the back of your brain Mm -hmm. because it's consistently because the back of you knows like, I have this deadline. I'm not thinking about it. It's all adding up. And I think like you can't even really relax when you're like, I'm going to skip it and watch Netflix. Are you even really enjoying your show when in the back of your brain, you're like, I have all this stuff I have to do. Why am I not doing it? Yeah. I love that. That was, that was such a golden as a golden little nugget. Okay, All right. So we try. yeah, I was going to ask you, how are you dealing with, de- with gym intimidation? You'll have to give me an update on, on oh, how it's yeah. going. I, you know, some days we just have bad body image days though. And it's just tough. Yep. And I feel like once we get it back into that routine, like even me, I'm a little bit like, I know I've been a little bit on the lazy side. You know, we know ourselves. Yep. And I I can totally relate of like you just kind of not having the best body image day. You feel a little bit self-conscious. It's it's tough in the gym. 5 p.m. is the worst time to go because it's just all the bros. And, you know, if you're I single, they're looking good. And you're like, yeah. like you I know, you just I can't go up to them. Like uh, you, you could 100 percent. But but I think also it's like there's such a like negative connotation with like the gym and stuff because you yeah. see people on social media that go viral like filming people without their <gasps> consent, filming people without, and it scares people to go to the gym because they're like, people are going to be looking at me. No this one is, is looking at you. This is so true. That's something that I don't even think about. I do see clips of that and I'm like, Ugh. I really, oh yeah. 
you know, I really try to not get people in the back of my videos. I try so hard because I'm just like, I, I literally, also, it yeah. doesn't go with your aesthetic. No, it doesn't. No, like I don't want them. In you coordinated your outfit. Like yeah. it, that doesn't go with it. No, it but it's also just like, it makes people <laughs> uncomfortable. <laughs> I like, I can't. We need I to know. talk about gym outfits though. We do. I need to ask. Yes. I, I've been organizing my active work closet. And yeah. I think I need to get rid of some stuff. No, you don't. Because I no, but I still have like, do you remember the Gymshark Turbo Seamless? Oh. From like, I still have, no, Haley, the, I hung I, that up. I have stuff from 2018. I have the like yeah, original okay. blueberry first flex leggings and the original like Literally. seamless from 2017 or something. I, yeah. Yeah. I have some stuff that I'm like, I'll never get rid of. Yep. But like. I need to like store it away, like get it out of my closet. We need to like text each other the pictures of our old, you know, I actually just found a video of my first Gymshark collection. I had like 10 pieces and I took a video and I'm like, this is so cool. Literally, you're like, I I'm it. I need to see it. I'm going to post it tomorrow. Is tomorrow Tuesday? Throwback Tuesday or throwback Oh my Thursday. God, it is. I never know what day it is anymore. I don't either. I don't even care. Anyways, okay, so if you had to pick one gym outfit, what is your what is like your confident gym outfit? Because that does help. Having yeah, having a good gym outfit does help. It was actually There's... funny. I'm literally wearing one of them right now. Oh, because <laughs> uh, oh, you're going to the gym after this. Yeah. Accountability. We're all going to ha- make sure you went. Yeah. Well, so like I haven't really gone in the last two weeks because I didn't feel well for one week. And I was like, listen to your body. You don't have to force whatever. And then I had my chemical peel. And I was like, I'm not going. I'm like, for one, you can't go. I'm not kidding you. I was going to. No, you really can't. Your skin, if you sweat. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, it can scar. And I was like, well, I don't want scarred, like a scarred face. So like, I was like, well, I'm taking the week off. And it was, this is the first like day I put on makeup and curled my hair. I put on self tan last night. I was like, confidence. Girl, you look so good. I look like a sweaty mess from my workout. 10 hours ago <laughs> but you went to the gym I'm proud of you <laughs> I didn't you. but my like go-to is like a pair well right now I'm wearing brown but like I have two like a pair of brown shorts with like a neutral low support <laughs> sports bra love it yeah like let's be real and then another one is like black shorts and like another like solid color low support <laughs> like <laughs> Sports bra. Like, so you're just in simple. You're into shorts. You prefer prefer Who shorts over leggings. Who am I? Remember I love that going on my Instagram two years ago, like crying because I was forcing myself to wear shorts for the first time ever to the gym, and I hated how my I always like I can't do that. Like I don't have thin enough legs. Like people like don't want to see that, and so I would force myself to wear leggings no matter what. And then I was like, I got these. Like, do you remember like the legacy shorts, like the black? Yeah. Yes. Absolutely the best. They're still my go-to. Yeah. Same. I just wore them a couple days ago and people are like, where are these? I'm like, sorry about that. It's like years years old. In them. And I'm like, (laughs) it's it. Yeah. Like it's it. And so I got them and I was like, cause I think it was literally Libby was like, get a pair of shorts, just get them. Cause I was like, I got leggings for the other ones. Cause I literally remember your haul being like, get these (gasps) leggings. So I was like, okay. So I got two leggings and I was like, I'm just going to get a pair of shorts just in case. And then I, they were so cute. I was like, you have to wear them to the gym. Like you have to. And so I did. And then like, I was still so nervous. And I remember like making it a huge deal of like, I'm so scared to go into this gym right now. I'm wearing shorts and all this stuff. And now I don't even know the last time I've worn leggings, to be honest. I hate wearing leggings. Even when it's snowing, I am wearing shorts. Like 
I love being able to see the like progress of muscles popping through and like obviously I need a tan whenever I do I don't need to but I tell myself I need to (laughs) but like I love shorts so I'm like literally like my go-to when I'm not feeling great is the black legacy shorts or like the black vital yes or like I'm obsessed with the penny brown marl vital shorts and like literally like a white like Training bandeau or V-neck training brought from Gymshark. Oh, Obvi- yes. Obviously, we're all just talking about Gymshark, obviously. But- and, uh, obviously, everything is Gymshark. Like that. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> um, so podcast. Go-to. <laughs> Could you imagine? Just like call them up, hey, so I have this podcast. <laughs> oh, good stuff. But you know, you know what? I, there's a lot of girls out there who will not wear shorts because they are they struggle with that mm-hmm. insecurity. So your I feel advice like I is scream it on my Instagram now. Wear the I'm freaking like, shorts. Wear the dang shorts. Wear the shorts. Wear the sports bra. Because it started to me, it was like wear the sports bra. Yeah. And now like I wore a like those like pump covers, like the ones that's like men's. Yeah. Where everyone's like, it's so trendy right now. But I wore it for yes. the first time like last week. And that's the first time in two and a half years I've worn a cover up to the gym. Oh, I, yeah. even when I'm having a bad body image, I avoid mirrors, don't get me wrong. But I'm like, I refuse to allow what I'm feeling about my body right this moment or what other people might think because I don't look the best dictate what I wear. And it's been like a promise I made with myself that I will wear a sports bra and leggings or shorts to the gym, no matter what I look like, no matter if I'm tan, no matter if my chest is breaking out for my self tan fading off, whatever it is, like I am not allowing myself to not do that. And so like I scream wear the shorts, but it started out as like wear the sports bra. Wow. Like, I was literally like an XL and Gymshark, like wearing a sports bra. And it's like, it was, you know, 2019, like not very common to see. And I was like, you have to. No, like, I yeah. Have to. I, I want to be that wow. cute girl, but like, where's that? And like, now it's like shorts, like wear the shorts because sh- trust me as someone who used to only wear leggings, shorts are way more comfortable in the gym. Like I didn't realize how big of a difference it was. It's a huge difference. And I'm like, I, why was I making myself so uncomfortable for other people? I love that because it hundred percent is, it's a thing that we beat ourselves up over the way that we think that we look, but if we're just feeling the, like if there were no mirrors, if there were no mirrors, we wouldn't know what we looked like. Literally. Would we be happy with the way if there were no mirrors and no scales based on how you feel right now at this moment, are you happy with the way your body feels? Meaning like, you you know, it's deeper than looks. Yeah. A huge thing is like people like, what's your goal weight? When I was talking about my weight loss journey, I was like, I never really had a goal. Like I had like kind of a number in mind, but I was like, I want to just like, I, how I feel. Yeah. I think that says a lot more of like, am I comfortable in my own skin? And like, don't get me wrong. Yes. I suffer with really bad body dysmorphia. So sometimes like I'm hallucinating what I look like, but like, I think I go off of more. So how do I feel? I mean, how do I look is kind of like relative when your body dysmorphia is tripping out. But I think I was kind of more so just like, I am tired of focusing on a number on a scale. I'm tired of focusing on the inches around on my tape measure or like what size I wear doesn't matter. Yeah. And so it kind of just like shifted. Like, I don't know when it, like kind of how we were saying earlier, like, I don't know when that mindset shift was, but it happened at some point along the way. I love that. And I feel like that's just so freeing. Now you, you, do you feel, do you feel free about that? A little bit, a little bit, bit, but it's always a work in progress. It's something that it's always, we're always working on it. I have like a lot to still do, Yeah, but I'm really like proud of myself for like 
<laughs> my cat just joined the chat. Um, hi. Say hi. He wants food. That's, he's he's going like to scream me. in your ear. Yeah. He's like, microphone? Yeah. Um, Okay, no. we'll, we'll we'll wrap we'll wrap it up. We'll wrap it up. So so maybe this will help answer what you were gonna say. What is one thing you wish you would tell your younger self? And I feel like there has been lots of little snippets, at least for me, that I know I'm gonna take away. So yeah, I think I was thinking about this earlier because you you know you'd messaged me that I was like sitting with that question because I was like I don't want it to just be like something that everyone says. Yeah, and I think like kind of where I kept going to was like your plans are going to change and it's okay when they change. And I think I'm so like, I'm such an anxiety planner where I was like, if it has to go according to this exact way, like this is the only thing that's going to happen in my life. Like this has to be it. And like, that is not life. Life is going to change. It's going to, you know, turn, it's not going to be expected. And I think realizing that that is okay, instead of desperately trying to scramble to put back the, you know, shambles of the plan, yeah. is more important than like, I, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Cause I think like I struggled with that and I still do of like, I literally have ever in my life be like, be patient. Like I struggle with that. But I think like, if I could tell my younger self, like your life is going to be like this, you're not going to imagine what it's going to turn into. And that's totally fine. I think just kind of like, I hate the phrase, like riding the waves, but like, enjoy the journey. Yeah. Cause like, I think we all view things as an end goal. Or yes. like, like you're like we all say it like your end point changes like my body goal I probably already hit that but it changes as it goes like now yeah. I just want to be strong or like whatever it is I think knowing that you don't have to stick to a plan was kind of like my biggest what I wish I could tell myself like shake it into my own head I love that though it's so true like it kind of comes with goals if you're thinking but like you said you might hit a quote destination but when you hit that, you're already looking at the next thing and looking at the next thing and you're continually and you're trying to move. you're not that, what you're yeah, in. It's, oh, it, life is going to keep going. So it's always going to change and always need to adapt. And I feel like that's truly where just embracing and trying to love yourself through the process. I feel like, you know, I don't know all the depths of you, but I feel like you are somebody who continuously gets back up. And you're continually try. trying. You you do though. You continually try. You know, you're always trying to put in the effort there and try to make yourself a better person and try to hit goals. And I feel like that's really inspiring is it is consistency and life can get so discouraging and get us down, but being able to push through and even say, you know, even if I can only do one thing better today, you know, even if I can just get up out of my bed and try and eat a tiny bit better today. That's mm -hmm. better than I was yesterday, better than I was the day before. And building upon that, I just... I love the I phrase love um, that I've been like screaming it at myself over the past few years. I love that like, everything's screaming. <laughs> I, I think this is like telling me I'm more aggressive than I thought I was because I'm like, I'm like, like it's to the extreme. Um, but I've been like shoving it at me. Again, another aggression. Um, <laughs> I tell myself to do something today that your future self will thank you for. And I, I think it's so interesting because I apply that to so much of my life. Like I will be like, go grab your package from downstairs instead of waiting until tomorrow. And like, cause tomorrow oh, self doesn't want to do it. And so it's like all these things where I'm yes. just like, do something today that your tomorrow self will be thankful for that you did it today. Because we always like, that's future Haley's problem. No, do something today that you can do. 
make one task where it's like you've accomplished something. And I think when you like force yourself to accomplish a task each day, your brain like kind of like feeds off that. Yeah. Cause it's positive and you're like, wow, I'm validated. I'm doing this good thing. I think that's why a lot of people are like, wake up and make your bed because that's like one task where you've done that one thing and it's easier to go to the next. I've tried I, to do that this year. It's you hard. know, you know, I, I seriously, I'm taking away so much from this podcast because I am so that person of, I'm just going to do that tomorrow. I'm just going to do that tomorrow. Something as small as getting a package that I need to get at the UPS store or mailing a package. Mm-hmm. I'm so bad at that. And I, you know, that's something I need to commit to myself is again, going back to that self-care that it's doing things that are going to benefit us in the long run, even though they're freaking hard. And it's as small as seriously me getting my butt to the post office (laughs) because I just say, I'm going to do it later. I'm going to do it later. Oh, or getting gas. Oh, I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to get gas tomorrow. I'm running on empty. Like, no, then you're like, I am I gonna make it to a gas station? Oh, literally, I don't know. And I think like it's so funny because like I'm actually getting so much out of this too, like accountability with myself. Because I'm like I'm saying these words while knowing that I'm like procrastinating doing YouTube and procrastinate. Like I have a video yeah. film that I've like needed to edit for three weeks. Get on and it's it. Like little, th- and I'm like, why do I keep saying this? Like I keep going I my story. Like you guys, I promise. Like I you know I say, every single time I start a YouTube video that oh. I start to film, I'm like, I'm gonna get into YouTube. And I know I've said that before, but like it's so like. I you know, love it's the accountability. A, yeah. It's a gradual process though. I think like you said, I, I hope people can, you know, we'll wrap this up, but I hope people can relate and see that we're all kind of trying our best to also be kind to everybody because we are trying our best, even though we all fall short, but yeah. You it's know, hard. Life's hard. It's, it is hard, but we're, we're trying our best for the millionth time. Literally. I think hang it up. That's what it, it is. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Like don't, I think like everyone's like progress, not perfection, but it really is just like allowing it's yourself life. to fail because it's fine. If you yeah. fall, it's fine. Just get up. Yeah. And I, I'll, I'll end with this is this whole like journey that people say health journey, fitness journey. It's your mother freaking life. Yeah. It's your freaking life every day. It, it's every day of your life. You're waking up, you're doing things, working on those goals there's not necessarily always a destination because it is your entire life. You will always have those new goals. Like Haley said, you will always have something new to strive for. So you've got to find and enjoy the process. I love that. Look love at you leaving with some like fire yeah. knowledge, fire, fire, fire thoughts. Alrighty. You guys, thank you so much. Well, thank so you, fun. Haley. No, this was on. so fun. It was so Literally. fun. Again, like how I was like nervous with the intro. Now I'm nervous, like saying bye. Like I know, no, but it was so. Thank you. Like I'm not kidding you. I've like always wanted to be on this podcast. Like since you announced it, I was like, I want to be a guest. And like <gasps> I literally, I'm obsessed with you. Like you are one of the most <laughs> genuine people in this industry. Stop. And like you are like changing lives. And I literally love you. Well, I love you too. You, you're the best. You know, Haley is a podcast listener, Abbott. She's always tagging me in the stories and I'm like, literally, I'm obsessed with listening to your podcast. It's you better so get funny. on the podcast. I know I'm trying to like pull up a review because I, I actually said I need a, I need to read a review, but I can, I can hang up with it. Well, no, I'll, we'll read it. We'll read it together. Let's read it. No, let's read it. Oh wait, no, I'm accidentally playing somebody's episode. Oh no. <laughs> is it your episode? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I don't even know how to find a review, dear. I don't understand how any technology works, which is so funny being like in the social media space. Okay, wait. Oh, okay. Here we go. Here we go. Let's hear it. Oh, you guys. Okay. We're reading a review. 
Here we go. This review is from SRB342010. It says, love. It's a five star, so I love you. It says, this is just random. I scrolled randomly. I would literally listen to Brittany and Darian just talk about random things all day. Oh, their relationship is so genuine and such a breath of fresh air. I absolutely love this podcast. I mean, well, that is so true, though. Thank you. That was very nice. That was a really nice one. I, I think I'm going to start reading a review at the end of every podcast. Just you give should. you guys a shout out because I do read them and they make me cry every time because you guys are actually really freaking nice and I don't deserve your love. So thank you. I mean, actually, that review is so accurate because I remember when I was driving back from Texas to Colorado for from Christmas, I was just binging your podcast. Like you and Darian were like reading like the gym stories. Oh, and yeah. I was like driving <laughs> through West Texas, the middle of nowhere, looking oh. at like literally like those wind farms dying laughing with you (laughs) dude texas takes like five days to drive out of i swear it's so big it's It's massive it's painful it is painful all right you guys thank you so much for listening Haley. tell them where they can find you your little instagram yeah you can find me on instagram my instagram and tiktok are the exact exact same so i'm like we're trying to be branded like (laughs) that is my rant um it's just Haley underscore jordan underscore fit um yeah It's where I'm like always there. I need to get off my phone more actually. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much for coming. And you guys, if you want, go ahead and show Haley some love on her podcast or on the podcast Instagram. Her face will be all over that. So (laughs) funandgains.podcast, you guys. All right. Well, we'll catch you guys later for some more fun and gains. Bye. You're listening to the fun and gains podcast with your host, Brittany Lupton. Thanks for listening to another episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. And we'll see you all next time for some more fun and games. Bye. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.